0: What's up, y'all? This is your boy James. I want to welcome you all to the ninth episode of Transcended the Culture. Can you believe we are into episode nine already?
1: Um, yeah, I mean we started in July, so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: no, I'm just like the time is flying. Um, I mean, I you know, obviously we've gone through all these different shows and whatnot, but the time like it's really, really blowing by. Um, I'm really enjoying doing this podcast. Um, I thank you for everything and obviously thank all of the viewers and the listeners who are listening to us on the streaming platforms which is really cool I meant to check Apple again today and see if any of them hit Apple and if they hit Google as well but um, I'm gonna check that actually after the show and then I actually have some updates just on our platforms as well that I'll go over like in the miscellaneous stuff but again everybody welcome we have a really 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 dope show I believe I think we have a really dope show today. Of course, we are going to hit you guys with the trending topics that have been going on throughout the week. But we have a special guest here.
1: Drop the banner. Drop the banner. Drop the banner. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) sorry.
0: Sorry. Listen,
1: I didn't mean to to cut you off in the middle of the talk, but I want to just make sure people know how to follow and and go ahead um, and make sure you like, comment, and subscribe when you come in. Absolutely. Follow us on all social media platforms, uh, Transcending the Culture. Um, you can also follow each on our personal uh, platforms as well. If you'd like to email us like a topic or anything to go over, you can definitely email us at transcendingtheculture1 at gmail.com. Just remember, always, 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 all opinions on this show is alleged. Um, and if you would like to donate to the channel, um, you can donate individually to me or James. Um, his is at Cash App. Uh, UG Digital. Mine's is um, Dollar Sign Schoolboy 86 um, Six. Anything that you donate will go back into the platform, and we'll be able to bring you guys. Um, it helps us elevate the the platform, bring us bring you guys new content, able to update um, equipment and everything like that. Um, As well, so just make sure that you guys like, comment, subscribe, excuse me, push us through the algorithm, um, whether you're watching on my page or whether you're watching directly on Transcending uh, the Cultures page. Uh, Just make sure you push, 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 push us through that algorithm.
0: All right. Um, I needed you to stop me. I'm so glad that you stopped me so that I got to Come
1: on, go ahead, go ahead. Just keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah. No, um, no, don't go back over it. Just keep rolling.
0: Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So we got a really, really dope show in store for you guys today. Uh, we have a special guest in with us today, um, actor out here. He's definitely been doing his thing. He's been in a number of programs. A lot of you may have seen him in Reasonable Doubt. You may have seen him in How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, there's other things that he's been doing Uh State Farm commercial with uh with Jake. So um, I just wanna go ahead and welcome him in, Malcolm Bowen. What's up? What's up? Hopefully y'all can
2: hear me. Oh, <laughs> yes, we can
1: hear you loud and clear.
2: Absolutely. Right. Cool, cool. This mic is like really close and this camera is like freaking right in my face. But what's up? What's up? Thank y'all for inviting me to Transcending the Culture. Uh, James, it's a pleasure a schoolboy. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, yes.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank y'all for inviting
2: me. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, I think it's really dope, man. I think that, I mean, obviously I've been following you for some time um, and I know that we talk back and forth and whatnot, but yeah. I just think that it's essential for people to see individuals like yourself who are out here, obviously working, uh, working hard mm-hmm. and really pushing their passion and the stuff that they love to do and you know obviously we see a lot of the content that you create and then of course the shows that you're taken part of and like just looking at your content alone like i'm usually laughing at everything <laughs> i see so um you know since we really first kind of connected and started talking i've you know kind of been dead set on really just really helping to push you and your brand and the stuff that you do so i felt like it was you know essential to bring you onto the platform and you know good for our audience to see who you are so thank you for coming Thank you for your time, especially on a Saturday night. A lot of stuff you could be doing. So you kicking it with us. So yes, yes, yes. Appreciate you.
2: Yes, of course. Thank you. Thank you again. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. (laughs)
0: Um, I think the biggest thing, like really to start off, kind of let everybody know, I mean, of course, who you are, how you got to this place, like really just talk a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are now. Okay. Um well my name
2: is Malcolm Bowen I'm an actor based in Los Angeles uh, how I got here it was well I've been I've been living in LA for about 12 or 13 years going on 12 12 years 13 uh, but it didn't start there I started back in Mississippi which is where I'm originally from uh, picked up the sort of uh, you know the artistic bug like as a kid you know my mom used to say I was always running around singing dancing, doing all kinds of stuff like that. Um, never thought that I would actually do this, honestly, because I was like such a techie, techie guy. Like I, lo- I still love computers and and tech and all that stuff like that. And I would even teach my parents like how to use computers. You know, it was something that I just kind of gravitated towards. Um, but yeah, like, you know, fast forward, you know, I went to, I went to college, I studied uh, theater in college. Um, digital media those sorts of things I dabbled a little bit I got to work on a couple of projects in college it kind of got my feet wet like little little just you know little to no budget commercials uh radio you know announcing gig you know and then um and, but, but that was in Orlando where I like I finished and graduated and then I moved out to LA and man it's been it's been like a straight up journey like when I moved out here like I didn't have a place to stay like I had a hotel room just for like two weeks when I moved out here, and uh, like as I don't know, I, I I call it blessed because I went to this like class, I went to this like this like dance class at um man where was this class at it was at Millennium when they were like back when they were in they were in North Hollywood because now they're in like Studio City and whatever, but like I went there and I seen this flyer for like this apartment and shoot I answered that. That was it you know then i was like oh i'm here now i'm here i'm here uh, uh yeah
0: crazy journey <laughs> and, I mean, when, hmm? when you think of like fear factor and i say that just because like la yeah. um, I mean, we, we all hear about the cost of living and how expensive it is to live out there and you know to go and to just you like you had a hotel room for two <laughs> weeks like what what kind of was your thought process or like what i guess where was your mind at like just in terms of like making it and that sort of thing like did you have family out there or no um
2: i didn't have family out here in la um i mean it's pretty much it was just taking a risk a leap of faith honestly um i prayed i did so much praying and and researching and was just you know i it was kind of it was kind of funny like <laughs> My mom won't see this, but, like, I kind of, like, I kind of had to, like, trick my mom in order to be comfortable for me to come out here um, because she was, like, you know, make sure that you have a job when you come out there, you know, because I don't want you to go out there without a job and everything like that. And uh, so I had I had this job that I was working back home, so I kind of, like, finagged a, a job out here in L.A. that I was, like, I'll just transfer this job out to L.A., you know so when i got out here i transferred the job out but i i didn't even want to work the job you know i just wanted to make my mom comfortable with me being out here so you know i got i got that worked out i moved out here but it was it was scary i mean you know and plus you know i i, I packed my car up and i and i drove you know i didn't fly or anything so you know my mom she was oh my god she was she was so worried she wouldn't she would not rest until like she was like boy you need to find a place to stay tonight because if you don't I'm not going to bed i was like i was like dang okay mom fine you know cuz i was trying to get out here like super quick at least like <laughs> within a day like i was calculating the time and everything so it was definitely some some fear but um but i pushed past it you know i mean it's not without fear that that we do things i feel like fear comes up because it's kind of like it's kind of natural in a way for fear to come up. When you want to do something, if there's something that you feel um really strongly about doing or passionate about doing, like there's gonna be some some fear there. You know, there's gonna be people that are gonna be, you know, some people are gonna be encouraging you to do it. You know, they're gonna be like backing you up. And then some people are gonna be like, oh man, man, I don't know. I wouldn't do it if I were you. If I were you, I wouldn't do it. You know, and I've had both Ends of that. You know, I had people tell me all about LA. Oh, don't come out to LA. It's, it's this, it's this, it's that. And, you know, when I got out here, um, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that what they're saying might not be entirely true. But when I got out here, it was a different experience. Um, I felt it, it, there were very, very genuine people. Out here, and there, and there are genuine people in Los Angeles. Um, I know that they say it can be, oh, you know, it's, it's clickish and all this stuff like that. Um, but um, yeah, it was, it was definitely a huge, huge leap of faith. One that I, I can't, I can't really recall anything bigger. I guess that I've done that was that big since you know since I've been to LA. I know I think that was like the biggest leap of faith I think I've done so far um well maybe the maybe the first one the second one is being able to live by myself and pay and be able to afford living here by myself that was the second one because i was like so freaking scared to do that but um but i see that i'm actually making some strides in doing that and i'm i'm really proud of myself happy about that so yeah
1: what could you, what say, did you would say would you be your most um What was your first role that really that you felt like put you out there to be seen the most once you got into L.A.? Like your first role that you auditioned and the first role that you got that really resonated with you.
2: Um, The first role that I would say got me, it was like it was honestly like this web series that um, it was this web series called Bennington Gothic. And uh, I don't know, it, it reminded me of, um, I mean, what's that show called? It's like a CW show, like the Vampire Diaries.
1: Okay, oh, so, kind of uh, like that for you.
2: Yeah, so it was kind of like that. And I was really into that kind of like, you know, playing, like, I love those like supernatural type of series, like sci-fi supernatural. So when I got that role, like, I was like, dang, like this is, this is cool. This is dope. You know, I'm working with, uh, you know, uh. A very very indie you know producer director you know it's all very independent you know it wasn't super super commercialized or anything like that um you know i can honestly i i can't say that it it put me on the map for anything like that but it definitely gave me the feel of like like wow this is a character that i would really like to to portray and um you know we it it, it didn't get like uh off the ground as much as I had like wanted it to, you know, as right. because, like, oops, and much as all the cast, everybody involved was like fantastic. I mean, we did, we did so many different things. We had so many meetups and we, we had, we had, we, we filmed episodes. I mean, there was a part where I did, I, I shared it maybe a couple years ago, but I did like, they had me, um, <laughs> they, had, they, they had like put makeup and stuff on me because they were gonna, my character transforms into like a werewolf. Oh, wow. on the show so yeah so it was like they had put me in, they did this whole makeup thing and and gave me this whole like look that was like a werewolf so I was like yo this is like dope you know I get to play a, a, a badass dude a, a, a student in, in like some school who gets bit by a werewolf and you know has to try to like juggle that that double life of privately you know not letting people know and still just you know having a normal life so that was really really cool um, for me I think I was just I was just bummed that it just didn't get as far as as I would have hoped it would have because I think it was I think it is a very very good concept a very very good uh, project so. awesome. now, is
0: it is there any way to still catch that? Um, I mean, it, it, it probably is. I think, you know, if he's, if the
2: director is still, like, looking to, you know, produce it and, and fund it and everything, you know, because a lot of it was, you know, he was really, really seeking a lot of, um, he was really seeking seeking a lot of funding, like, uh, crowdfunding, you know, like, uh, what's those websites, Indiegogo and all those things like that, you know, it was really, you know, he was producing it a lot himself, and I wish that I could have, like, helped produce it with him you know but at the time you know i was still like working little little bitty scrappy jobs and everything you know before i started really booking some uh some really big stuff like commercials and things like that so that was just kind of one of the first things i mean i did i did background work for like the longest time like i mean (laughs) i was like a regular background member like on a on a show for like i don't know maybe a, a whole season actually like a whole season and um, you know that eventually ended and you know i had to try to move on to other stuff but um but yeah that project i, I would have really loved to have seen it get you know get fully fully funded
0: like how long did it take before you i guess before you kind of had that feeling like like I like i'm kind of making it like i'm able to move from one project to the next and it's not like big gaps in between
2: um, I feel like, I feel like I'm just now getting that, and that's weird, it may it may be, like, weird to say, but I feel like I'm just now kind of getting to that flow of, of, like, oh, you know, I, I just booked this, I just booked that, and, and, you know, because everything that I had booked, at least up until about 20, 2020 or so, like, it was all, like, I felt like it was all like luck (laughs) to be honest because it was so like sporadic it was like my first commercial i booked like in 2013 and then for like i didn't book another one maybe like a couple of years or so it was just like just different you know Mm -hmm. it was so off and on for me that i felt like man like you know i wish that i could I, i had i knew people who were consecutively like booking stuff like one after the other sometimes like with things. Even one of my best friends, like, like they booked uh like three projects in one month, you know. Um it was it was fantastic. I was proud of them, but at the same time I was like, dang, like they ain't never happened to me before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um so and but just you know this year, this year I feel like it it's which I would say between, like, last year and this year, uh, especially after booking, like, How to Get Away with Murder, like, that was, like, my first TV, uh, official, like, theatrical TV credit that once I, I think once I got that, my confidence, my sort of uh, esteem or demeanor when it came to TV and film auditions was, like, I was like, okay, I finally booked something. So at least now i know that i'm gonna book something else and i had to keep telling myself like i booked this i'm gonna book something else i had to keep kind of uh you know giving yourself
1: that affirmations to, to kind of keep going on with the process i i totally i totally get it i totally get it if there was anything that you could currently book that is on your wish list or dream list to book what would that show be
2: Uh, all right, so I just started watching one of these shows, right, on uh, on Apple TV. And I know I'm probably, I'm, I'm, this is not a promotion, so SAG, don't come after me. But um, but there's a couple of shows. There's a show called um, Invasion, which I just started watching, and it's pretty dope. You know, it's like, it's sci-fi. And I, I noticed, like, I don't see a lot of Black people, like, doing a lot of sci-fi. You know, it's it's very, very seldom. Like, we're thrown into dramas and comedies, which is great. We excel at that, too. We excel at that. But I feel like we can excel at, We can excel in sci-fi as well. You know, it's usually there's, like, uh, only, like, one, one Black person in the whole, like, thing of, of the sci-fi realm. And you got everybody else of all other, you know, walks of life. But I feel like, you know, there's a real, real chance that, you know, Black people can really, really do well in a science fiction space and you know this being like it's almost like war of the worlds with you know alien invasion and stuff like that um but i like it i think it's i think it's pretty dope i think i would i would love to book you know a show like that and i've and i've actually booked a couple of projects that that have that are on apple tv um so it's like you know come on apple
1: man. has some amazing shows i can't lie there's a few that I watch, um, I watch Severance. I like, oh, yeah. um, uh, Ptolemy Gray was really good. Oh. Um, Truth Be Told is very, very good. Um, I love Swagger. Um, okay.
2: <laughs> okay, that's dope.
1: Uh, if you in The Morning Show, I've watched The Morning Show, which I love The Morning Show, which is coming back in September. So yeah, I've, and Hijack is really
0: good.
2: I just started watching that, too. That's really, really...
1: Really, that's one you have to, like, really glue in and pay attention to as you're watching it because it's so much stuff going on with it. Apple TV does have some amazing, amazing things, so... Yeah. Yeah, I can see. I can see why you would want to do something with Apple. They they have some great TV going on right now.
2: And, I mean, I feel like the only... One of the reasons why I think I, you know, like, I say that, too, is because, you know, they didn't... I think they didn't have to... They didn't have like a, a, a already like library of content to get off of, like you know, like like with NBC, ABC, like they all have like their old shows that they can just you know reboot and make new. Apple didn't have none of that stuff, you know. They had to kind of come out of the woodwork and just create stuff. And I feel like what they have done, you know, it was it was pretty pretty awesome. And then you know there was another show called. uh called for all mankind which i actually want to check that out i, that. I actually
1: want to check that out as well so that yeah.
2: that is good yeah so it's like they got some they got some some pretty good content um but if there was a show okay i'm 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 gonna I'm I'm push apple TV to the side i'm just gonna go ahead and say this right now if there's a show that i actually really 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 want to book it's bel-air on uh peacock oh my god i love bel-air yeah. love,
1: love that show it's so much so way different than the original Fresh Prince, it's so much fresher. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. The cast is great. The acting is wow. great. Like, it's it's one of those shows that at first I was skeptical of whether I was actually going to like it. And the only yeah. reason why I ended up liking it and watching it is because Twitter, my Twitter followers, and I kept seeing everybody talking about Bella Bella, other content creators were also doing reviews on the show. So one day I was like, okay, I got Peacock. I'm just gonna sit down and start watching it. And I was working from home one day and I immediately got just sucked in and glued on it. And (laughs) it's just like the acting is amazing. It's like the way they put it together, the cast are, it's just a, it's something dope to watch. And if people are not watching it, I don't know what you're doing. Cause it's a great
2: show, right? It's so good. Like one of my friends actually booked a, booked a little role on there too. So it was almost like what well, was funny. It was almost like he spoke it into existence, you know, because he was like, you know, he was like, you know, what if I just book you know, Bel Air? Sure enough, like the following week, got an audition and booked it. I was like, dang, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so, that is a great
1: show. So I, I like that. That yeah, that thought. I can see that. I can see that. I really like that show. Like the the writing is just impeccable. It's great.
2: I mean, everybody on that show is just is so talented. I mean, it's yeah, They did good with the
0: with the casting overall. Like I yeah. like Cooper Jones and like so many people are on there that are just really good.
2: Yeah, they are. I mean, it's it's like. It's a dream. Thing. It was like a dream putting that cast together, you know, because everybody just everybody's bringing it, you know, in every episode. It's like I literally could watch the whole season like over again because it's just that good.
1: Yeah, I think it's like two seasons in we're working, waiting on the third one, which I probably due to the strike, probably not going to be until like 2024, maybe 2025. Um, I know Disney has pushed a lot of their things back to 2025.
0: Um, even
1: though they are in their third going into the fourth quarter. um, When it comes down to acting, everything is pretty much on pause. So right now, all the thing we have is reality TV, which is, you know, different, but they're trying to, you know, slow walk those out until you guys come to a um, agreement. Do you feel like it's close to an agreement or how do you feel that that's affecting everyone in Hollywood as a whole? since you guys are all fighting for the same pay equal right, you know, just everything that comes with it.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I've been I, I've been watching it. I've been I haven't been watching it like a like a hawk, but I have been watching uh, updates on it and what's been happening well before before sag can do anything, it's like the, they want the writers to get their deal first. So we're we're still waiting on the writers to get their deal, um, which I'm really, which I know everybody's like hoping and just praying that that we can get it done before 2023 is out. Um, I know, like so many people, like I can just go off the list. I mean, you got catering businesses, you got you know just you know all the everyone who's below the line, you know, from makeup, hair, you know, all the people who do work on things, like they are just like what's going to happen, you know? And it's, at first, all I thought about was just the actors, you know, like when I, because, you know, because of me, you know, I thought like, Oh, it's just the actors. But then like, when I really sat and th- thought about it, I was like, man, so many people are just out of work right now that, you know, this is, this has been ongoing and it seems like there's not an end to it. Um, And the stuff that I've been reading recently is that, like, there's just, there's just, like, this sort of disagreement among the producers, amongst themselves, actually, which is why a lot of stuff is, like, not, like, you know, coming to fruition. Like, the deals, the, the, the everything, like, it's just, it's just seeming like there's, they're not seeing eye to eye right now with some things. And, honestly it's like it's it's a little tough because a lot of a lot of my uh actor friends are just like you know they're, they're like oh man like everything looks gloom uh you know this it doesn't look like my acting career is gonna be an acting career and and i understand the feeling i understand it um we it's it's kind of it's it's like inbred in us we want to perform we want to put on a show we want to make people laugh you know cry, whatever, whatever it is, we want to, we want to perform for, for you and, and make you feel something, you know, and when we can't do that, you know, because of, because of money or whatever, you know, we, we go and do a show or we go and do like a project and then for the next six months, we're like broke because, you know, we do, you know, the, the pay is like so, so, so small, you know, and it's like, you know, we, we work, you know, we work a show. And we still got like a job to go to, like a full-time job to go to like right after or before, you know, and it's like, it's a struggle sometimes. It's really, really a struggle. And, you know, there are some people who, who just want to do one particular thing. Like, for example, like there's people who just want to do background. There's actors who just want to do background. And I've, I've met them who just want to do that, but they can't do it. They can't do it anymore. It was like, it was, their life it was their their whole livelihood just you know well not their whole livelihood but it was mostly what was paying all their bills but now they're like i guess i gotta get a job like even myself like you know i got a job (laughs) because i'm like all right you know i i was i was waiting long enough but you know i had to you know i had to get one but it's it's a part of it i feel like because they had they had a successful strike like back in the like 60s i believe when it was both when wga and sag had went on strike like back in the day and they got they got what they what they had asked for you know i feel like you know there it's something like that being being um being being brought forth now only this time only this time you got a bunch of people you got way more than than sag and and the writers you got like everybody who was just like experiencing. I mean, I got like my my siblings and, and people I know, they're like, yo, when is this strike ending? Like I'm, I'm ready to watch some shows. I want to see some of y'all on TV, you know? <laughs>
1: know? There's a lot of TV shows that I know that like um, it sucks that the new seasons that they have now are going to play out. And then I'm, it's, I know it's going to be like another two years before I actually see the next season. So then I think about, how many times I'm going to have to watch it to refresh myself so that I know what's going on or remember the storylines? Because, you know, yeah, they were good and they had them had us on the edge of the seat. But now they're not there anymore. So we're start trying to figure out, OK, with Scramble, like, what do you watch? You know, um, I think a lot of us as content creators, some of us um, have a lot of content creators that they do. They do talk about reality TV, but they then they also do scripted shows. So it's like the pause on the scripted shows. They can't review those or give that the love that they want to give it because it's not on. So we're only subject to reality TV. And then after a while, that just kind of
2: gets old. <laughs>
1: yeah, can we get you know to the shows that we love, the shows that we like to um, you know review and talk about because we want other you know black people to support them. Because they are all black casted shows, there are shows that have a lot of talent on it, and they're not being seen as much as other shows with other walks of life on it. So I'm always down to support anything that is black, whether it's you know black and LGBTQIA plus, or if it's just all black. Like I want to support those things, and it's just kind of it, it sucks that you know a lot of those things are not being able to be put out there. We're on pause and we're waiting. So we want you guys to get what's owed to the writers as well as you guys as actors and actresses, because you guys do a lot for us. You guys make us laugh, cry, you perform. This is your craft. So I understand that you not being able to do the craft and the thing that you love is, you know, it's a lot for y'all to deal with as well as us just being impatient. So, but I know it hits a little bit different for you guys because that is what you guys do. Mhm.
2: Yeah, it's definitely something. And I feel like, you know, in the meantime, I'm trying to make just make content, you know, whenever I whenever I have a chance, I just make a little skit or something like that. Like anything, I think what I try to do in this time is just not try to sit idle because I feel like that's a little dangerous, Um, especially mentally, because you just kind of get, you know, you get super, super depressed or stressed and all that anxiety, you know, just wondering like, you know, some, some stuff is just out of our control at the end of the day and we wish it was in our control but you know one of the things I've been like learning this year is just like control like if it ain't in your control like just don't you know don't let it stress you don't, don't let it give you that anxiety or anything just you know go with it go with the flow if it's you know focus on what you can control and I was like well I can control I can control what I do I can control what I create whatever content I put out there, you know, um, any skits, whatever that I want to record any, I can, I can go to class. I mean, they got acting classes going on right now. You know, I can still work on my craft. I can work on it, you know, with, with friends who are, who are also actors. Um, there's other things. I mean, we can, you know, the good thing is that, you know, independent stuff can be done. Um, the only thing it's, it's not a, it, it I say this, but I know it's not like, it's not a total, um, stoppage of creative of creative works because like let's say you say the three of us wanted to shoot us a scene together, you know, or or a movie together. We could totally do that. You know, if we can we could shoot it, put it on on Vimeo or YouTube and, you know, a little web series. You know, we can do that. You know, it's it's independent. You know, you can do little things like that. And it's just it's just putting your putting your content out there. And I think one of the things I want to do is I just want to keep um creating, I don't wanna be stagnant. I wanna, when, when when everything does pick back up, which I believe a, a solution will be, will be found and met and a deal will be made for both SAG and Writers Guild, I think, um, you know, I just, I want to be in the flow of like that creativity already. I don't wanna feel like I have to, oh, let me just, all right, well, everything's back. Let me just get back up and try to get creative again. Like, I wanna to try to keep that flow just consistently.
0: What do you, like, what is the, I guess if you feel there really is any way, I was going to say, like, the average person, like, what what is the easiest way for them to be a support to, you know, to, to the actors and the writers? And
2: the average person. I think, I think the average person, like, as, as like, just, like, a consumer, like, someone who just, yeah. like, watches it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think one of the things that uh they can do is is definitely express express how they feel about it um because i feel like the i feel like the producers i feel like they're all watching like like i feel like they're they're aware of the the, the uproar and the cry from, from audiences missing content you know um and because you know we as consumers you know I'm, I'm i'm not just a creator i do consume content as well so like you know it's like we are subscriptions you know, it, it kind of, it pays their, their services, pays for their services. And like, when that starts to decline, you know, they start to see that, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not saying go out and cancel any, <laughs> any subscriptions or anything. um, But it's like, when they start to see that, like, you know, it's like, you're paying what, 30, 50 bucks, $100 a month, maybe for a for this subscription, that one just all combined I'm
1: spending like 200, 250. I mean because yeah. it's almost to the same amount that if you just paying for traditional cable at this point. Yeah. Um and now everybody's like going up again on their content. Uh yeah. Disney just said with Hulu that they're going to go up yeah.
0: um again
1: on their content. Uh Peacock just went up on their content. So yeah. It, yeah. as things inflate, but I think just like to to what you were saying is that A lot of people, as far as consumers and followers, um, especially my followers on Twitter, like I see a lot, especially within black Twitter. A lot of people say, you know, what's the purpose of of us paying for this? But you're not paying the actors and you're not paying the writers. So we're paying you $10, $12 a month, times that by, you know, 10, 20 million people that are streaming because typically everybody's streaming now. Mm -hmm. I very rarely know people that actually watch TV live. Mm -hmm. They stream everything. So you think of that and you're like, okay, y'all are making money hand over fist as, you know, Hollywood itself. Like, what about everybody else? Like, that's so unfair. So I definitely get what you're saying that, you know, I've I've even saw myself liking web series that are just on YouTube, web series that are on Tubi, web series that are on, you know, just people are independently producing. So I get where the creativity and trying to keep that going comes from. And trying to get people to support because you know we appreciate the things that you guys do because that brings us the the entertainment.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, totally agree. Everything you said, yeah, it's the 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 streaming numbers, you know, the subscriptions. It's just it's like if people like as as consumers, you just gotta you just gotta make your voice heard, you know, because these producers need to hear, like, look, we need we need content, we need to see we miss so-and-so, we need to see this person, you know, I mean, I feel like there's, there's probably a million things that could be done that, that the average person could do, but I think making your voice heard, making your voice heard is probably, like, the most, the the loudest thing that you can do is just make your voice heard about, you know, how you feel, like you were saying, the people were saying, what's the use of paying for this if, you know, if, if this isn't happening, because that's, That's the kind of that's kind of what we look at. We we look at it. I mean, we look at it from that point too. We look at you know a lot of things have gone to streaming. I feel like the only people who do watch like traditional cable is like my my auntie back in Mississippi and stuff like that. Like you know they don't got they they ain't signing up for like Netflix. They just watch like regular cable. You know, so it's like for them you know it's cable TV. You know they can flip a channel, go to channel six, nine, you know whatever, and um, but everybody else you know it's it's streaming it's streaming platforms um but i if it, it almost i was reading this article the other day and it, it almost feels like there's this sort of shift where they kind of want to go well some people anyway some people are like fighting for it to go back to like the broadcast era like in a way like where it was like where it was almost like cable tv um and but that's i don't know the whole details about that but it's like there there's this, i think yeah.
1: technology is too progressive for that at this point yeah we're now talking about AI and music so I don't think we can yeah. even go back to believing that traditional cable TV is going to be something that people are going to pick up again yeah. um I think that people are just kind of like mm, you know we might as well just pay for the streaming services because most people don't do cable like I don't do cable everything yeah. that I have is through a stream service
2: yeah, me So, too.
1: you know, I have, you know, internet and boom, you know, if I want to watch something, I watch YouTube TV. I have that for a hundred channels. And then, you know, you have, I have the bundles of uh, Hulu and Disney plus and ESPN plus, And then you have, yeah. then I turn around and I have Peacock and then I have Paramount <laughs> plus. And it's like, every time you look up, it's something new. And then you're like, okay, well I'm spending dang $300. Like what? i mean did i really did i really did it really change anything no we just gave it to y'all the money directly to the network directly instead of us paying you know traditional cable and then there's a split there and whatever their business agreement is because you're noticing now that those business agreements are ending
2: yep yep
1: and everybody's like oh Let's move it to streaming. I mean, football now is NFL Sunday Ticket used to always be on Dish Network or always be on something major, and now it's on YouTube TV. Yeah. So you're taking that away from major networks. So now it 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 pours an outcry. So, you know, I, I hope that everything ends so that we can get these amazing shows back. Um, but I think um, technology is really taking us some places. I don't think it can yeah. go, we can go back.
2: No, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, and definitely with the music industry, like with AI, like to do, I mean, I knew that they were doing like AI voices and stuff, but now you could do AI singers and they had, I I haven't even, I heard about this um, Drake AI album. I have not heard it yet, but apparently his whole album was done like AI. And I was like.
1: Yeah, there's actually something the Grammy board, the Grammys board was talking about uh, a song with, I think it's the Drake and The Weeknd, that now is like this hit but it's an ai drake and it's an ai the weekend and it's and it's like okay now the grammys is saying oh yeah you guys can submit ai songs well how does that work for artists that work all year to put an album together to push it to then go on tour with it now it's like okay you're discrediting the artist by now saying okay ai machine can sing better i think i'm i i know that america is trying to push ai on everything but i really feel like humans are still going to be needed
2: oh yeah <laughs> i definitely feel that i definitely feel that cuz i feel like i mean humans they have we as individuals we have we just have something that ai just does not i mean we have we have that that real judgment we have that real artistic feeling about things i mean to just be like, oh, you know, you lost your award this year to a computer, you know, it's just like, <laughs> how, how upsetting is that, you know, it's like, imagine like you imagine like as an actor like- in Who wants the same- to go
1: to an AI concert though and sit in front of a freaking hologram, a hologram Biggie or Tupac while they're rapping a new song and we don't even understand how they could even com- compose lyrics. How can you say that that would be something they would say in 2023? Like,
2: yeah.
1: we don't know what Big Ear Tupac would even be thinking or rapping in 2023. So, let alone how could someone create music, use their voice, and project that and say that that is their that person's craft? I just think that's wild to me.
2: That, yeah, I mean, I know, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's like, would he really say that? Like, would he, would really, he really say that? Would he, you know, you know but you but you've, you, of course, made him say that. So now we're all like thinking, like, oh yeah, you. Would know, that- he
1: really say that? You know, it was like, would he really say that? Yeah,
2: it's like I don't know. I don't think, and I'm pretty sure he. You know, they probably wouldn't like it. You know, if if they were alive to see that, they would be like, oh, I don't support that. You know, we're
1: slowly so, seeing artists complain about that. So I'm wondering, okay, is that what we're gonna be doing in movies eventually? Like almost AIing actresses and actors and okay well if they get sick okay don't worry about it we're just gonna ai the person in and then we'll just work it out but i just feel like it takes away from the real craft and the real human being and the and the person that goes to to school and and they go through the whole motions of you know just learning that craft.
2: yeah yeah there's definitely uh that fear and that's i think that's one of the fears that is being, uh, you know, talked about in in this whole strike uh, thing is the AI and the possibility of it replacing, placing actors, um, and it just it has it has consequences just that bleed over into the music industry and and every and every other like creative industry. You know, it's already like like you know when um, when like Midjourney and all of them came out. And like you know, the, all the artists, all the all the, the graphic artists were like screaming, "Oh, I don't like that! It's, it's taking my art, it's taking my style." Like, I have to say now, I understand their pain because I'm just like, dang! Like, you can go if you got like a favorite artist that a favorite artist that draws, you can go into like mid journey and have it like you know draw something that without without ever paying this artist, you know, you could have you but you could you could have this artist do it. And, you know, of course, they're going to charge you, you know, an amount for it. But with Mid Journey or whatever the graphic program, you know, not not, not shitting on, on Mid Journey, by the way. But, like, um, but just any of those programs, you can just, it just, you're like, okay, you just stole my style and made, like, an artwork from it. And I ain't get no profit. I ain't get no check. I ain't get no no, no notice. So, like, with actors, it's like, there was this video where this, this lady was talking about, how you know they could like save money by you know as a consumer when when your show ends you can like have AI generate a new episode for you just out of the blue and it's like I was like wow. how do you do that I was like how you have how you have uh, AI generate a whole episode like out of wow. the blue like from just yeah. from like the season ends and you're like man I really dang I, I hate that the show ended so soon you know what AI to the rescue let me just can you can you create a new episode? Because I wanted to keep going, but the actor wow. the actor doesn't get any money from
0: that, you know.
2: So it's and it's 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 deeper than that too. It's just like this, I mean, you, I'm sure you've seen like the articles of just you know artists of actors getting scanned and stuff like that, you know, and you know having their 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 likeness used, you know, without them being compensated. So it's just it's a lot of that where where trying where that's the the fight that we're trying to save because we want to be able to we just we don't want our likeness used without us being like compensated because it could be used for anything you know you next thing you know you could be in some movie that you didn't even really want to be in you know what I mean like just imagine you know they're like true,
1: true, true. like I, I I heard them say like it wouldn't be copyright infringement if they use even in music so if they take someone's song and they remake it with an AI person. Um, they can say, "Okay, I want to take Meg The Stallion song, and I want to AI a Meg The Stallion and make that song." She can't come back and say copyright because there it, legally it's not copyright. Mm-hmm. They can still make that money off of that artist's likeness and, and name and all of that, and which I just think is is, is totally unfair. Because why would I want? A fake figment and I have the real person that is able to come in and, and give the full show. I just I think it's unfair.
2: Yeah, it's, I think I think it is too. It's very unfair. Um it's like I don't know, there was a movie that came out like years ago that actually might have like I don't know, like not predicted this, but it was like this this woman, she had um her her character was like being used they had like her likeness so like after she after she stepped away from it like they actually kept her likeness and they were using her likeness like in in stuff and uh so it was like i was like there it just reminds me of that of that film you know but it's just what it's like it's just i don't know it's like it's like a form of capitalism in a way you know whatever you can do to save money you know
0: I mean, we've said, we've said for years that, for years and years and years that life imitates art and, like, it's, you know, a, a lot of the stuff that goes on is stuff that has kind of been mimicked and kind of created in the past. And, um, I, mean, I mean, that's a perfect example.
2: Yeah. It's just, it's it's crazy. It's, it's, a, it's scary to think about, you know, if you, I don't, I don't believe it's going to get that crazy, um, but. If they came up with the technology to do it, I, I mean, you know, who knows, you know, because AI, you know, it is it is advancing pretty fast. Hey, I just making
1: whole restaurants with AI now, you know? Yeah. Um, so, hey, anything is possible. I just, it, it hurts for people that do actual real life job skills because it will take away from those blue collar workers that, you know, hey, it used to be this, but now I can just. Create a robot, or I can create a person, or I can create something that will go ahead and do that same job, and I can just take away jobs. Right. You know. So unfortunately, it it it's isn't cool, but then it also has its drawbacks that we have to think about too.
2: Right. Right. It's just you know we we, we know we it's like I I get it. People want to save money on stuff. I get it. You know. I mean, who doesn't want to save money on things? But then, like you know, like you said, like people who People who work hard, people who go to school, people who, you know, they, they took out student loans for, you know, $30,000, 50000 $100,000. You know, they took out student loans. Not got
1: to compete with a machine.
2: Right. Or, or yeah, you <laughs> know, only, job, only to find you know, yeah, like out. You know, like, once they graduate, like, oh, your job is obsolete now. And you're like, what? I just, I just took and out. And that happens
0: so much. Like, that happens so much. People go to school and they finally finish, and then they, they can't get the job that they wanted because it's, it's not out there anymore.
2: Yeah. I mean, and somehow it's changed, and, you know, they might say, you know, the reason might say, oh, because nobody no nobody wants to work, but that's why we're doing this, you know. But really, though, I don't, I don't think that. I don't <laughs> think that's the case. People, There are people that really want to work. People, people want to make money. Um, you know, sometimes they want to make it in their own way, but, I mean, they want to make money, you know. Um, but, and but when it comes to like you know the whole wage fight, you know, and just and it was funny because like you know we had the SAG strike, we have the we have our strike and stuff. But then you know like the other workers like like UPS and all of them like they were they were about to strike. Say, it, right? yeah.
1: Everybody's been striking
2: lately. It was like, and I've been seeing hotel workers do it as well. So it's like everybody's fighting for that, you know, fighting for their their right to get paid what they what they deserve. And I, and I think that's, you know, I support that, you know, you should, you definitely should get, get what you're worth.
0: Yeah. Um, I think this has been a really, really, I, I think it's been a dope conversation. I appreciate you. We both appreciate you for coming onto the show. Um, sure. just in terms of, you know, people obviously keeping up with you, like knowing what you have going on, the different things that you have, um, did you want to shop to Instagram, uh, website, all that stuff.
2: Yeah, uh, so right now I'm probably more active on like between I have like a TikTok where I do stuff as well, but um, okay. I, but I but I uh, uh I want to I want to plug the Instagram because I think that's like the better the better option, maybe not maybe not the better option, but it's like whatever. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> my Instagram is at actor m Um, you can check me out there. Um, I do I do post I do I do you know I love to be on there and I got a lot of people that I'm connected with. James, obviously one of those people that I'm connected with on there. Um, I got, I did this. I don't know if I don't know if I can. I think I can promote it um, or, or talk about it. I did this like podcast um, called "The Dispossessed." Um, I I did. I recorded it in like February, and it's like a dr- it's like a dramatic podcast. So if you like if you like to listen to like s- storytelling, like dramatic storytelling. Um, it isn't. I've been trying to find it, like on like Spotify and stuff like that, and it's like they haven't released it yet. So I'm probably talking about it prematurely, but um, it's like uh, I play this. I play this main. I play one of the main characters in this uh, in this podcast series, and it's, it's it was a dream of mine to like work on one of these, and I finally got to work on them this year. On one this year, so I'm really excited about it. It's called The Dispossessed. It isn't out yet unfortunately like to, to share but once it is out I will be sharing it on my social media so that people can go check it out because I I want to check it out so I can see so I can see how I, I, I don't know I don't, I don't know if I like how I did that No, I'm just kidding but uh, <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much uh, that's my my social on actor actor
0: boy on Instagram um what's the one thing you wanted people to get from today or you know from the conversation today? Um,
2: let's see, maybe a few things, but, um, for, as far as like for the, for actors and just anybody who is like still kind of in the the doubt, the doubting phase of, you know, like what's going to happen with the industry, um, uh, for people who are looking to get started in acting or, for in the industry, whether it be acting music or anything, and you're looking at the situation and you're like, man, like, I don't know, should I, is it worth it? Um, if you feel it in your heart, I, I If you feel it in your heart and and you're just you feel it in your being, like I encourage you to you know take a leap of faith. You know I you know I am I am but one example of someone who took a leap of faith, and you know I blessed that I'm still here. You know, being able to you know being being able to talk to you two and just talk about my story and things. Um, you know, just Take that leap of faith. If um, you know, don't let don't let the environmental things, you know, stop you. All
1: right. Well, we definitely appreciate you coming through today to transcending the culture. And y'all make sure y'all follow um, Malcolm Bowen on his social media on his um, IG and catch up with anything that he has going on, new shows. Hopefully, everything gets solved out for everybody um writers and producers and then you guys as actors and actresses and then y'all can come back with some amazing uh stuff so if you guys enjoyed the interview make sure you guys like comment and subscribe please push just through the algorithm if you'd like to go ahead and support the channel as well you can also cash out me and you or you can cash out james um either one of us anything any donations given is greatly appreciated thank you malcolm for joining us tonight on the show. We appreciate you. And then hopefully maybe the next time you come through you can be plugging a new show.
2: Yeah. I look forward to it. All
1: right. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so you. much,
2: man. Thank you. Thank both of you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you, school boy.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure meeting you as well.
2: Yes, yes. This was this this was a beautiful, a beautiful podcast, a beautiful conversation. And I pray for many, many more. I know this is only the ninth episode, so I pray for
0: ninety-nine. You know, <laughs> 199. You know,
1: thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah. No, thank you so much, man. I I really appreciate it. Um, you know, like I said, I enjoy everything that you've been working on and that you've been doing. So I appreciate you dropping through. And we'll catch you next time. Of course. See you next time. All right. Bye. Man, I think that was pretty cool. Um, it's a, like that AI stuff, it's like, it, it gets deep. It gets really, really, really deep. So I, I thought it was dope how y'all went into that and, you know, really kind of, you know, went went deeper into it um, just to hear a lot of that stuff. And I mean, you can even take it back to, hell, the grocery stores and, you know, with them having to the self checkout out and, you know, eliminate jobs and stuff like that. So, I mean, definitely. Um, something to look at, I think that, you know, the more people are vocal about it and you know, really dig into it and whatnot, it might help some things, I don't know. I mean, but I never say never, like as far as what they'll be able to do. Um, you know, technology keeps growing and growing and growing and people are money hungry. So, you know, they're always looking for some kind of a way to get ahead and make some extra money. So um, all that being said, um, a couple of miscellaneous things that I wanted to just kind of tap into the link tree for Transcending the Culture. I finally got that going. I got links on there and then the um, transcendingtheculture.com. I have been working on that website, so I think I'm going to be done with it. And the plan is to actually present it um, on the next show. So um, that's kind of all I had as far as miscellaneous. I didn't know if you wanted to talk on anything or I mean, of course, I'm, you know, excited. about. I'm just going to wrap up and
1: save everything that I have for the end. Gotcha. So, um, yeah. but as far as everybody that has been coming to the, sh- to the show, if you caught, if you missed the first part of the show and the interview, um, with uh, Malcolm Bowen, you always, always run back the replay, um, definitely, um, get the interview at the first part of the top of the show, um. That way you guys can get familiar with uh, Malcolm. He was in one of my favorite shows, which was um, How to Get Away with Murder. Um, He's also been featured in other things. He does break down everything that he has done so far um, in his career, um, how he got started. Um, We speak on different things, just as James said, uh, AI, um, and just even the strike that is going on that is affecting uh, writers, producers, actors, and actresses. So y'all make th- make sure you guys definitely go back to the beginning of the show. Um, if you're coming in in the middle or towards the end, shout out to everybody that has come through. Um, I wanted to say hi to everybody. Uh, Felicia Garrett. Um, I do see Michael Finkley is in the building. Um, Norris Tony. Thank you, Harold. Uh, nice to see you again. Cause you know, I always see you over at Chef Don Dines. um, Lady Norcia. Um, and let's see who else has come through um hang on natty how you doing come through to catch a show tonight um definitely see you over at shift and a lot of (laughs) time and i appreciate simply elegant one i appreciate you are also in the building tonight um so again if y'all missed the first part y'all can always run it back and make sure y'all get the first part of the interview um and as always, you know, everything we talk about on here is alleged. We're going to go ahead and segue into hot topics um, of what is actually trending in the culture this week or what has been trending in the culture. Um, and I guess the first uh, topic that we did uh, decide to speak on was going to be Shiva um, Shrey. Um I do. I do. Re- uh, shout out to Chef Don Don. That's my boy. That's my boo.
0: <laughs> he did an
1: interview with the uh, fashion designer um, about um, him not getting payment, um, about um, actually all the hours and time and labor that he put in. with she by Sheree. Um, basically, he owns the the rights to the designs. Sheree is getting nothing. Um, She's going to keep bringing y'all on screen print, t shirts, and, and stuff that's overly expensive. On her website. Um, and I got some breaking news and hot tea that has come through. I was out earlier running around, caught wind that Candy Burris is allegedly saying that she may sue um, Sheree for the She um, she News website or whatever that she showed that little uh, ghetto pamphlet that she brought down to um, Andy Cohen and now. And try to spray basically Candy's businesses and defame the, the character of Candy, her businesses, and things like that. So, allegedly, I heard Candy may actually sue Sheree. She's entertaining the idea of suing Sheree. Now, we all know Sheree has liens in a lot of things that are going on since 2009. She's had several designers that she has worked with and that has not paid. Um, hell, she got the lawn care people actually suing her currently, right now, as well. Uh, she's got multiple liens. The house is now in an LLC. No longer, I think it went from—I got the timeline right. It was her in her mother's name, her name, her oldest daughter's name, and now has went to an LLC. So, um, what do you think? Um, what do you think about the whole situation with She By Chara and the fashion show and not paying? Um, the designer,
0: I think that, as far as her not paying the designer she she has like she has a long history of not paying people. Um, she's got a long history of not paying people, and I mean, you mentioned different designers and there's so many other people who have done things, and that has come up from season to season to season when she's been on there. I really was surprised that like I was surprised that she came back on the show to be honest because. I mean, obviously, it's a storyline, but I just didn't think that it was like she she had been gone for so long that I did not. I didn't really think that she was going to really make it back to the show or that they would bring her back on the show.
1: Sharae's um, you know, been the most fired housewife. So in all honesty, Sheree has, you know, created a, a fashion line that has been um, inception since day one. Um, if y'all follow my social media, y'all have seen that I had posted Sheree's original um inter- uh, audition tape to be on Housewives, and she was dry then. Um, and the re- and they did not actually want to cast her. Nini was the one that stuck her neck out to get Sheree the job. And then we see now fast forward today, um, 15 seasons later, where we are um, going on season 16, neither. Um, Sharae is on the show, but Nini is not. Um, but in the end, we have to really be honest about it. Like, is Sheree someone that really brings anything, anything to Real Housewives of Atlanta? No. Um, I think she could go today or tomorrow, and everybody will be okay with that, in my opinion. Um, now that's just me, but others may really feel that Sheree brings, I mean, I didn't know Sheree had this many uh Fans and fans, cause I swear they've been on my stuff on Twitter <laughs> like crazy. Um, even Marlo and and God forbid us, uh, Courtney, she has fans too. So, but I think also that is because a lot of people do not like King and Candy. So, it's anybody that goes against those two, um, anybody's yeah. gonna rock with them. So Definitely. that's just that's just you know, to me, Sheree can go. I mean, Charade is a straight embarrassment to housewives. I've never seen a housewife be fired this much and have no storyline. And yet, I mean, it feels like Andy's keeping her to be the butt of the joke. I
0: don't know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if he's keeping her to be the butt of the joke, but.
1: Yeah, he is. Cause yeah. if you sit there and you watch him, he's throwing shade and he's reading the hell out of her. Every well, he time. He's throwing shade, in, shade in a
0: lot of ridiculous. cases Because yeah, he's throwing shade you in know. a lot of places though. But. Um... He
1: is, but charades is a lot more digging. Oh, I yeah. heard you have an interesting relationship with Bills. Like, who who the hell tells somebody? Like, come on. Like, he would never do that type of dig to Kenya. He would never do that to Candy. So I, I think he knows that, you know, Sheree is 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 a joke, literally. Like, yeah. and, and uh, anybody that's watching that man, like for real, do not do any business with Sheree unless you have an ironclad contract and you have all of your money up front. Like, let this be a lesson. Well, Y'all got to stop doing business with this lady.
0: That part, having the money up front, because the contract, I mean, obviously, obviously you can go to court if, if it's a contract out there and, you know, it's a breach of contract. He doesn't
1: have a contract. He has verbal. Uh-huh. He has verbal. He has text messages. There's no there's no contract. And I think that's part of the reason why he's probably not pursuing court. Um, I know when he said with Chef Don, he's not, you know, he's like, what's the point? If you couldn't pay me $5,000, then there's no way for me to go to court with you to do what? Right. It's a waste of time.
0: It so. just, I, I think it's like, it's. why would they waste their time on having her on the show, like for, for all of that? I mean, it's of Cause you can't
1: cast anybody, that's why.
0: Yeah, it's just, I can do without her too. Like I said, I didn't really see her coming back. So I was really surprised when she actually came back to the show or when they actually brought her back to the show. Don't um, have anybody. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they bring me the best of
1: the show. You, right? They don't, I mean, they're the producing production, like, you know, honestly, they don't have anybody to, to really scout. Nobody wants to be on reality TV, not anybody with real stature and real money. Right? They're not going to want to deal with, you know, reality TV. And Norris, I do agree, she does need to go to the fashion and business school. But I shout out to Jaylee's Lee's Corner because she said in her live, and I respected Jaylee Lee when she said this. She said, basically, Charade just, she doesn't want to have to do any work. She just wants somebody to get to come to her, and she just, you know, she wants a quick grab, a money grab, but she's not really serious about any of this stuff, and she's not. Um,
0: Look at it, like, I mean, all of this, all of this was she by Charade, like you said, you posted that video. All of this goes back to the audition tape. And she really ain't did nothing like to like to say that you're like that you're making fashions and you're doing this and you're talking to these people all day and talking but taking all-
1: money to make money though fashion is like one of those most expensive things to get into um i've always um in this one day i know i'm gonna get this dream done i've always wanted to own my own um uh haute couture fashion line and with haute couture and couture in general that is not off the rack designing you have to really—it's all creative pieces. It's all usually handwork, usually one-of-a-kind pieces. Um, you see so many—you um, see so many fashion houses like um, L uh, LVMH, which is um, a part of Louis Vuitton and a part of Rihanna's creating her whole um, couture. You have Gucci, you have Givenchy, you have Balmain. You have so many different things, and I love fashion. But I do understand that it takes money. And When you're not a designer, you have to pay someone um, to design those things. Um, they don't come up just by chance. And like he said, I can. He was there to really help build her business. But really, in all honesty, he she would have had to pay that man thirty-five to fifty k. And and Sheree doesn't have that. She's right. living paycheck to paycheck like the average American. And instead, she's getting plastic surgery on her nose and yes. everything else and and breasts. But you know, you say this is your dream, but you have not really put any effort to make this a true dream. So I, I I call bullshit on Sheree saying that this is something that's your passion, because if it's truly your passion, you would have uh figured it out by now.
0: Right. And then, and, and that's the, I think that's really the key of it is that it's not a passion. Like she she needs to just leave it alone. I, I,
1: not, I mean, she wants to use she wants to get on she wants to be like a housewife that makes a successful business off of it. But you also have to have a business mindset and you have to also like have a passion for something. To me, Sheree should go to fitness. Sheree is into fitness, working out. That's the cheapest thing that you can do. Set you up some cameras in your house, you know, have a trainer. I know you go to a trainer, so have that trainer come in on a, on a deal with you. And hell, if you have to put the videos on IG, you know twitch youtube you can do those things and still m- build that and then you know build into other things right. like the designer say you just want to slap your name on something and expect people to buy it and that's just not how consumers work
0: yeah so i think it's, i think it's a bust um yeah i think it's a bust but then more than likely i guess in in, in my opinion and in my mind she may not be be back next season anyway so mm.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if she did end up coming back next season, just because, like I said, they would have to do an overhaul on casting, and you would have to get people in there that's really wanting to be on, on reality TV. And I don't know. Atlanta's kind of like an overwritten cesspool of people. So I don't I, I doubt it, but you know, good luck with it. Yeah. But um, you know. It is what it is. So I guess we can segue into the next topic, which is Kiki Palmer's is Keke,
0: Big, Boss tour. The Big Boss Tour. I'm actually kind of excited about the tour. I mean, I I'm not gonna say I've been to a show of hers or anything like that before, but I mean I, I just think with all of the stuff that she has going on and actually hearing her music and stuff now and stuff that she's got out there and the song with Usher. And I I'm actually kind of ex, kind of excited. Like I, I think I would want to see it at least go to the show and you know really check it out and see what she's really about um, um
1: her shows are selling out so um yeah. kiki's always had her own um like stage presence and everything um i've always caught little clips of things i did love her when she was on lee Daniel's show star um Absolutely. so she definitely has it all in a row shout out to her and her baby daddy because they still together and was at the yeah. and Renaissance Tour concert so y'all did all of them think pieces and got mad at that damn lady and that man, and all they did was unfollow each other on social media. But they still together. Together. So let <laughs> you know, this all be a learning lesson to us, those on Black Twitter and any other Black uh, Black sector. Uh, mind our damn business and stay out the hell out of these people relationships. <laughs> They're gonna be together regardless of what the hell we say. Absolutely. Now, I guess we can segue into uh birth certificate reveal for Rihanna's um baby boy. His name is Riot. I think it's Riot Rose. Riot Rose. Um Riot Rose is the baby's name. I just find it very interesting that y'all can find um Rihanna's baby's birth certificate <laughs> but can't nobody find Nicki Minaj's child's baby uh, birth certificate and we still run around here calling that little boy Papa Bear. Interesting, either we just don't <laughs> give, either, the, either people just don't give a fuck or the blogs just don't give a fuck to even bring it up because y'all have still not revealed that child's name, and I find that very interesting. But everybody else, y'all can go run down that information, you no. Know, so mm. <laughs> interesting.
0: I just I just think I don't know, like it's just the whole idea, and I mean people been doing this for years. You know as far as like digging up information and all of that stuff but i'm just like what is this, like in my mind i'm like who cares um like to be looking for birth certificates and trying to figure out the name and all like i'm like who has that kind of time to be trying to dig up somebody's baby's name and
1: well i mean no, say, you know, I know you older than me, but this journalism is not of the journalism of years ago, yesteryears, oh, and blogs. Yeah. so people are going to find out things. That, I mean, you know, it is Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, uh, yeah. which they already have a beautiful family. You know, Absolutely. they have added another son, um, and, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready for everything that Rihanna has. Stop asking that damn lady for music, because the shit ain't right. happening. Um, but I am excited for her kids line that she has the clothes. I think she's already trademarked Fenty kids. She's already trademarked Fenty, um, Fenty hair. I believe she's coming out with a hairline very soon. Um, I think all facets of, of hair will be included. So I'm definitely interested to see what her next move is as far as business wise. Um, and she's actually stepped down as CEO of Fenty Beauty currently. She has a new CEO. So she's, she's not, you know, she still runs a company, but she ain't gotta be there every damn day. And that should be what anybody wants to do. Once you boss up and you get to that level is to like, you know, not have to be there every day. So congratulations to ASAP and, um, Rihanna, this is proof that y'all, you can be a friend to a woman and still end up being the main uh peace and end up living the soft life where your girl make more than you and you could just look cute and stand in the photos with her and wear Gucci. Yep. So yep. I'm definitely here for it, ASAP. You living the soft life. I'm jealous. I wish I could be you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just me, but you know, I could be you. Um, and I guess last but not least, we're gonna talk about Lionel Richie hating ass. So recently, Lionel Richie was mad because it was Queen B Beyoncé. Who is right now on the Renaissance tour doing her thing. Ashley is, this is like the uh, she's made the most money of any artist um, right now on her tour. She's mm-hmm. set to make, I think, at least close to maybe close to a billion dollars with this tour. Um, <clears throat> Beyonce is definitely doing her thing. Shout out to her. This past week it was her birthday. She turned 42 and Diana Ross graced the stage with um, her and sang happy birthday to Beyoncé, which was beautiful. I did see all the videos. Twitter was going crazy with it. IG was going crazy with it. Um, Carol, you're right. It quiet is the everybody Everybody, a lot of men's is living a soft life. We know, and we calling them sassy. But back <laughs> to, um, <laughs> back to um, him. So I guess he got mad because he saw that, you know, Dinah Ross, you know, sang to Beyoncé. So he got a little hateration in the system and said, you know, he been asking Diana Ross to come with him and do some shows with him uh, for a while. And she's uh declined she, it for know. over 40 some years. Absolutely. So, I mean, after a while, sir, I ain't even going to hold you. I would have stopped damn asking because you was up here looking stupid. I wouldn't have just kept asking. Like, if she wasn't going to come through, she just wasn't going to come through, sir. So now he's mad because.
0: Because she was with Beyonce.
1: Get over it, sir.
0: He, ba- he basically Who is he
1: even going to a Lionel Richie concert. Damn it.
0: He he basically he, like you said, he basically needs to get over it. Um they've had issues before. Like they had issues, they had issues back when they did Endless Love. So and, and that was damn near 40 years ago. Like that, I mean, I just I just think that's just what it is. Like as, as they haven't worked together. Um he re-recorded that song anyway with um Shania Twain like some years ago. But either way,
1: nobody they, care about the damn Lionel Richie and that dried up ass uh, <laughs> curl S curl kid he got in his damn head. Ain't nobody even mad. Right. Don't nobody care about damn Lionel Richie. He need to get over it. And you <laughs> mad because Dinah Ross went to go see Beyonce, sir. I, I I don't know. I can't even name how many, how many actors, actresses was at the Renaissance tour in California? Like it was crazy. It was yeah. like about a movie. It was any and everybody. Who, uh, who's who of Hollywood, black, white, didn't know. He, it didn't matter who the hell it was. Everybody was there to see Beyonce. It was, I mean, she's literally doing a. It, it's like a it's, movie. Like it's literally amazing. watching her do it's amazing
0: this. How well it's done. Like people. Um have-
1: and shout out to Blue Ivy because she's been killing it lately. She's get, gotten progressively better throughout every show and she is really out there doing a the damn thing with her mom. And I think that's the most beautiful thing. She gets to share a stage with her mother who, you know, undoubtedly is one of the top performers out here in the game. And ain't going to, you ain't going to see nobody else with a better concert. I'm very ecstatic to see what it's going to be like when she hits H town, which is her home uh, Houston. Cause I know that show is going to be crazy. Um, Dallas is probably going to be crazy. Because she's probably going to have artists, Texas artists, at both shows. I'm really um curious to see if Meg Thee Stallion is going to come through, especially on the Houston show, given that they are both from um, Houston. And shout out to Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B, as they have released their recent song, Bongos. If you ain't saw the video, the video is crazy. Some people don't like the song. I do. It grew on me. Okay. It is no, it's not like WAP. It's very different. It has a different feeling and sound to it. But shout out to those ladies. They actually will be there at um, the VMAs, uh, which I'll probably be doing a little bit of commentary. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to put that into y- for y'all. Um, but I definitely want to see Meg and Cardi perform. And yes, I'm hating because the granny, a.k.a. Nicki Minaj, will be hosting. And she got to see two women that she can't stand that night. So that should be interesting. Uh to 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 watch that. I thought that was shady as hell by Viacom. And you know what? Y'all wrong as hell for that.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you say Viacom wrong.
1: <laughs> hell yeah, you shady as hell. You trying to get that lady uh You know them damn women got beef, but I think Meg is in a good place. She ain't give a shit about no Nicki Minaj, and neither is Cardi B. They ain't thinking about Nicki. um, And I'm sorry if y'all like that new Nicki Minaj song. Mm,
0: I I got a question.
1: I got a question. Your listening skills, because that song is terrible to me, but. Which one? The new one she just dropped. I don't know the name of it, because I don't care.
0: (laughs) What
1: the? (laughs) Onika don't mess with don't f with Meg. Yeah, she don't f with Meg because of Cardi B. You know anybody that 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 bangs with Cardi? Nikki got a problem with. So,
0: well, hey, that's look. I I like bongos. Um, Wap had to grow on me in the beginning, but I like bongos. Um, It's cool to see them working together. Wap is
1: really for like the lesbian community. No shade to the heterosexuals, but that is really for the lesbian community because you put that shit on in the in the gay club bunch of lesbian wife going in okay that's a whole different meaning for us
0: but. <laughs> <laughs> but bongos i think is dope though so i'm definitely looking forward to the vmas um i saw that they were going to be on there and yeah so well thank you guys oh oh we still got one more yes we what's do. that uh jocelyn hernandez and well, oh i, I don't
1: get know, oh we talking about that Oh, okay. I
0: know you hadn't watched I know you hadn't seen it anywhere. and I'm not
1: gonna watch it, so
0: it's crazy. Um I mean I'm, just again
1: I ain't watching it. I don't watch her shit on Zeus Network, I don't watch I any do. interview that Jocelyn does. I'm not <laughs> interested in Jocelyn, I'm really not. She's way too old, she's damn near 40, and you still up here, you know, acting like you pimping these girls on Zeus Network. I'm just not interested, <laughs> and I don't not interested in anything that she has to say at this point. Um, yeah, so I'm good on her, but you know, those that watch it.
0: Shame on me because I, I ain't had no business watching.
1: I don't really, I'm going to be honest. Like people ask me all the time. Do y'all, do you watch Carlos King's interviews like that? And I
0: don't,
1: it's too phony for me and I ain't got time for him to be up there ass kissing all damn day. It's yeah. disgusting, and I would just rather not. So, and and Jocelyn Hernandez is not somebody that I I'm just reserved because what I want to say I can't say on here. So go I'm, I'm just leaving it alone. But any that anybody that watched it, if that's I'm I'm just not interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. and I mean
0: I think a lot of people hold that sentiment. I mean, you know, me looking at it is like God, so. I haven't watched the whole thing. I've been seeing bits and pieces of it and whatnot, but
1: that I'll keep the movie. clips. I ain't. I ain't, I'm, ain't I'm not patronizing
0: that. Right. Well, that's it. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Again, thank you to Malcolm Bowen for dropping in on the show. Um, if any of you guys missed that interview, you can always go back to the beginning. You can catch it on YouTube under Transcending TC. Um, it ran on our other platforms as well, Twitter. Um and it ran on a couple of yours too, right?
1: Um YouTube and just Twitter. Um yeah. again, y'all y'all drop if y'all go to Transcending the Culture or you go to the link tree, you will find where you can listen to the podcast on multiple different outlets. Um, uh, so even if you don't want to watch the video of it, um you can go Twitch. Spotify, iHeart, it's so many different things. Just click the link, go into it, and anything you guys want to follow, just follow from there. Uh, same thing with anything that James has going on. You can follow all of the platforms that he has. You can also follow all the platforms that I have. Um, I did just launch my own Patreon, uh, which will feature um, after-dark um, conversations. Uh, We may also, I'm probably going to do Love and Marriage Huntsville reviews behind my Patreon wall. And I'm thinking of doing Real Housewives of Potomac behind the Patreon wall too. Um, I just don't want all the the craziness that comes with reviewing them two shows. Y'all real toxic with that. And I ain't got time. I got enough when I'm dealing with y'all on Twitter and all the other pieces. So those things may be going down over there. This week I am also... Um, I will let y'all know when the link drops for the podcast that I am going to do. Um, I'm going to be on the P Valley podcast. They actually follow me on Twitter. I'm going to be on their podcast this week talking about the ultimatum. So if you guys watch the ultimatum on Netflix, I will be, um, on there talking about that, um, with them looks like it's going down Monday at 6 p.m. I'm going to record that when it drops. I will let y'all know on my community wall on YouTube on in all my other pieces of uh social media.
0: So that okay, Well, thank you guys again for tuning in um again you can catch that video go back and pull up all of our uh link trees and you can get all of those links congratulations to you for getting your patreon up uh we will be back here next saturday Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and we are we are heading out of here